0: Hello and welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to take that day-to-day firefighting, throw it out the window and replace it with your dog-owning dream.
1: Now, sometimes we aren't living our dog-owning dream. Actually, we're struggling with just walking our dog and it can yeah. be painful. Time after yeah. time, we have email after email after email saying basically, help, I hate walking yeah. my dog. Like yeah. my Walking my dog is painful. Walking my dog is stressful. Yeah. Walking my dog is not fun.
0: Yeah, it's a military operation. It's just not fun. I want
1: to avoid it. I'd yeah. rather give it to someone else, but actually I don't even feel safe letting someone else do it. Yeah. This is just not an enjoyable part of my day. It's certainly not setting up my morning routine in the right space. It's certainly not starting my day in the right space. Yeah.
0: Actually, this does not serve me well. And even probably even more painful, but and we hear this a lot is he behaves so much better for other people on walks. And then it's like, what? Oh my goodness, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> now, if we
1: think about the walk as actually framing your day. So I go out for a walk every morning and I leave the house at about 10 to 6, 5 to 6. Um, harder in the winter, I'll be honest. So sometimes later in the winter. But this time of year, actually, really, really lovely. So about 10 to 6, we go out and we take Brave out and um, a couple of the others. And I really enjoy this part of my morning. However, I pick my battles. And this is an interesting one. And, and part of that is because, I want to have a good morning start. Now, yeah. if you are not like Tom or I and you don't have a multi-dog household, you have one dog and you need to get them out in the morning, you can't even pick the battle yeah. there, right? Because you want to get them out. So yeah. we're here to tell you that we are working through today with you here on the Sex is a Squirrel podcast. We're working through top tips. Yes. Top tips of lead walking or leash walking. Yeah. And what I want to think about most of all is practical top tips, Tom, yeah. that we can mean that they're tangible for yeah. everyone,
0: right? 100%. So first... First tip I'm going to kick off with is actually, before you even leave, you, you're you thinking about leaving. You're heading towards that front door. Where is your dog's brain in that moment?
1: It's like a pulse <laughs> check, right? Yeah. It's like a pulse check. Actually, where are we in the, this moment? I might have planned to go, I don't know, for me, it's down to the bridle path or over to the beach or over to the moors. Actually does my dog have a brain right now or is their brain sort of connected? Is it,
0: is their brain in next week?
1: Is it, is it with me? Because actually there's no point me getting all my gear Mm -hmm. and getting out there and actually realising that my dog just isn't ready for this space today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so what do you do in that moment that actually you're like, my dog's brain is in the park and I need it to be right here. And I know that I'm about to get pulled to the park because he's got to reunite himself with his brain. Well, actually what you're going to do is think about, well, what could I do in this moment where my dog is predicting going for a walk and actually I I can get them to pull their brain back to the moment so it might be can your dog do a middle so that game that we play where your dog comes around your leg and then stands square between your legs um ready to go right can they do that actually can they Can we call them away from the door and maybe do a scatter feed in the living room? Yeah, because some dogs are going to be like, no, I know what is happening. I'm at the door. And that is, uh, you know, if we think about it as like a, a temperature check, that isn't that walk is not going to go well. You are not going to get lovely loose leash walking because the brain is not in the skull.
1: And it's important that you acknowledge this before you even get out the yeah. door. Okay, second tip. And I think this is a really, really important one. Have you got the right gear with you? Have you mm. prepped your gear? Do you know what you need? So for example, you might want some food rewards. You might want some toy rewards. You might want the right head collar, the right yeah. harness, the right lead. It doesn't really matter what you're using as long as it's trained safely and kindly and yeah. you are thinking that's appropriate for you and your dog. For me, that would be a harness, a double lead, um, and depending on the dog, I may consider a head collar, but most of all, um, I would I would always go double lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, nifty, at the moment, she's on a flat collar mm-hmm. and a, a lead. I think she's really ready for me to try and decide what else I might use in management. But actually, um, I think it's important that you know your gear for the dog. Thinking about the horses, really, Tom, mm-hmm. if, if we were out riding, you would have the right um, sort of wear for your horse. You wouldn't yep. put them in the wrong gear, and yep. I think that's important. Nifty, for me, a flat collar and a lead and I, I personally like quite a long lead mm-hmm. and the reason I like a long lead is then I don't have to put it under tension mm-hmm. so I don't have to have a short lead that she's going to easily go into tension on and am I prepared with those uh, mm-hmm. with those things am I ready with those things have I got them all um in my toolkit and yeah. am I um thinking appropriately for this dog
0: yeah absolutely now third tip is actually not to do with a walk really and that is well if you went into the garden with your dog right now and your dog was off lead Would they want to hang out with you in the garden? Would they want to stay close in the garden? Would, if you put a lead on your dog in the garden, would they walk loose leash in the garden? Because the walk is going to be even more challenging. It's going to be even more distracting. There are going to be even more tempting smells and, you know, potential friends or potential foes out there. And so actually, why don't we? Think about replacing the walks for, you know, maybe just a few days if you've got the right games and strategies. And we'll talk about that in a second and work on it in the garden and get these skills really cemented because. Otherwise, we can't be surprised when our walks are stressful when we leave that front door, if when we leave the back door to the garden, actually, we're getting the same behavior there.
1: And I think it's really important to acknowledge this and then not rush for your walk, yeah. really. Actually, let's let's use this as information. Um, and I can, um, some of you might be horrified, but Nifty, for example, doesn't get typical walks like Mm. she doesn't get those because actually garden training might be more appropriate today or tomorrow or the next day and so for me it's it's about actually what do you want that experience to be and and let's actually see where we are on that almost temperature check
0: absolutely and some of you might be thinking but my dog's young they need to be socialized I'm going to tell you a really extreme example that is going to drive this point home and that is that actually what your dog needs is to understand that any event, anything novel, anything new in the environment is something to be cool about, and you can teach that in the garden. Yeah, you can teach that on little walks, but it doesn't mean going and greeting loads of dogs. And um, and the example being casino, she has um, she's mingled with um, obviously with, with my dogs. She's mingled with Lauren's dogs. Um, she has been on some you know structured walks where we've been working on proximity and she's games. She's out to maybe
1: the stables with you and just hung yeah. out and done some games in a new space. She's come
0: to the supermarket with me and we've played some games. In the car park, right? That sort of thing. Nothing more than that. She went to Crufts a few weeks ago, saw. I have no idea how many dogs. She won
1: the best in the show. <laughs> she
0: did. I imagine. Um, imagine. <laughs> um, she saw, I don't know how many people. She did a demo in a really busy environment. And she Stayed was, in a
1: hotel. Stayed, stayed a in Stayed in, uh, went in lifts, in she elevators, was, in different yeah. sort of scenarios. And
0: she had a bull mastiff charge at her through an elevator. That was, uh, you know, like a, a, a crazy moment of the doors open just enough for the bull mastiff to fit their head through, but not the rest of the body. And And we we were both taken by surprise at that. Um, And and actually, she was absolutely impeccable in that environment. And it was not through conventional socialisation. In fact, that would have probably created a, a much worse picture. A very
1: different dog, actually. And I think this is where we turn it all on its head. And so, actually, do... Uh, trust the process yeah. here. Garden, house, confident training and sensible opportunities managed well yeah. can actually take you to a whole new space.
0: One bad experience will far outweigh 100 good ones. So we need to be very guarded about making sure we don't put them in a situation where they'll have a bad experience and we need to, in a very structured way, make sure they have loads of good experiences. And the cool thing is, is every time you play a game with your dog, every time you they, they see something and they're cool about it not actively looking to expose them. They are good experiences. That's tipping the balance towards an optimistic, confident, and calm dog that could go to crafts and think, you know this is this is weird, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> now, next tip for you, and I think this is a real biggie. Kind of decide what you want and what mm. you're gonna work with. Because for me, I know when I want to go for a walk and mm-hmm. I want to go for a walk and I want to let them off on the moors or I want to go strutting across the beach and I want yeah. to walk versus I'm actually needing to work on my lead walking bank mm-hmm. or leash walking bank yeah. and I need to put some money in the account here. So Tokyo got really beautiful loose leash walking uh, got very very nice manners and um, cool calm collected nice like chill dog mm-hmm. like he's a, he's a good boy Yeah. and um, actually if I want to go out and I want to take him for a long walk I don't really need to think about how the, the, the sort of plan too hard. The the training's all kind of in the bank there Mm -hmm. and we're in a good place. So if I want to go out for a good couple of hours and I want to hike and I don't really want to go into too much intense training, I can. Equally, nifty, much younger dog, very different brain, uh, very different sort of um, just type of um, beast really. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I would either go and choose to just let her off lead. So I'd go Mm -hmm. and park somewhere where I can actually play a couple of games and let her off lead. Or I would work on my uh, games and my loose leash sort of plan. What I wouldn't do is expect her to walk a long way to the place we're going, yeah. and me and her feel great at the end of it. Yeah. Like I just think you've got to get your expectation right. And you've got to set your expectation up for what your um, reality is. Yeah. And for me, I know if I was to put her on a lead and I was to head somewhere nice, just like Bet, or mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure Bet's her mother um, from another, <laughs> from mother. another. Yeah, she literally. <laughs> Bet is like literally. Um, Nifty is reincarnated. Bet, but Bet's still here. So, <laughs> so for me, they're the same dog. Like yeah. they're so similar. I and you could just see her ramboing, like with her front legs. She would be like a... I can just imagine a terrier doing this. Love, her, love the terriers. Loads of terrier love out there. But she'd be like pulling on her front end and kind yeah. of like... She's that type of dog. And so for me, I'm going to have to put way more in the bank there before I expect her to be able to get to a park or a beach or anywhere like that That's on a- lead without having a big battle. I'm feeling pretty crappy
0: About it. Yeah. Right. And and that's, you know, that's the thing, guys, that we've got to realize that our dogs, they have their strengths and their weaknesses. And what you might have to input more on with your dog, actually, somebody else might not have to input on that with their dog quite so much but they will have something else that they need to input on and you know comparison is the thief of joy and actually we've got to think you know we're on this really cool journey with our dogs and we get this opportunity to teach crazy cool proximity because dogs like Nifty dogs like Bet will be the first ones to say no the value is not good enough if it's not so it makes you an amazing dog owner it makes you an amazing trainer and they'll
1: show you where the value is so actually you do get what the picture is and you get to work on it and I think that's the important thing you get to work on it
0: now you might be wondering how do I work on this well we've actually got this taken care of for you we're really excited about it and that is we've got a brand new and when I say brand new it's brand new never before seen Barkley Loose leash walking program, or, you know, we call it the stop pulling on lead program because actually that what we want to do is take you from wherever you are right now to that stress free walk. And what we've got for you is really we've boiled down what are the core games, strategies and techniques that we use to transform all our dogs, whether they're a nifty or a bet or a, you know, a casino or a Tokyo to actually the same picture. And I think sometimes it can, you know, you can look at all of our dogs and you can say, Oh, they're all the same. did not all start the same. Quite different and every dog had, you know, slightly different input in a different way. And so what we've done in this program is actually boiled down what are the core things that we would do to move you from where you are right now to where you want to be. It's just £27. You can take part in it anywhere in the world. And
1: you get to keep it for life. So this is your course for life.
0: Practical, very practical so that, you know, when you jump in and you get immediate access, you can start doing very practical games and strategies with your dog today just £27 and the way that you can jump into that is absolutedogs.me forward slash stop pulling and if you're a training academy member well you don't need to worry because you can just log into your training academy dashboard and you'll see it right there and we've
1: got all of this taken care of for you most of all there's a plan and I think that's the most stretching part of uh, day to day life is when you don't know what the plan is Mm -hmm. this is your plan this is your loose leash walking success it's £27 it's in one simple package it's digital in the sense that you don't need to wait for anything, you can start immediately. Just remind me again, Tom, the web address where we need to head.
0: Absolute Dogs dot me forward slash stop pulling.
1: There is your answer.
0: So, next tip that we've got for you is actually to consider your tension in this and consider your awareness in this. And I know we spoke in a previous episode about how you know the, that that. Um, horse trainer of mine said you can't ride the what ifs and that's exactly it sometimes we're so tense and we've decided it's all going so wrong that we almost forget about all the tools that we've got we forget about all the games and strategies that we've got and we just like our dogs who are you know pulling ahead predicting one step to the next we can fall into getting our head down and just getting through it to make it finish right
1: and i think that's the 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 whole picture there right like sometimes we just want it over mm. now that's not the right no. deal that's not the the way that's definitely not um going to be conducive to a, a happy healthy life together
0: no. absolutely so next tip that we've got for you is being smart about where you walk your dog and what we mean by that is there will be certain Places where probably your dog's brain is a little bit more in their skull, and you've got a little bit more opportunity to work with them. And
1: Tom and I would also say not just where, but also when, because yeah. I think that's really important for me. We walk up very early in the morning, so we get up very, very, um, like ten to six, and so actually we see very little, and we're not getting up to see very little. It's just the first part of our day, and we get up then. Yeah. But I actually like that we see very little, so it means I actually need to take slightly less responsibility yeah. when I'm out there. Where Whereas if I was picking to walk midday, I'd have to take slightly more responsibility. And I think being able to acknowledge that and be aware of that I think it's quite important because you start Mm -hmm. to see actually this is um, this is my responsibility this is their responsibility and these change either where I'm walking or also when I'm walking so actually if I'm walking at certain times of the day or certain places I think I need to change my level of responsibility so I kind of think knowing how much I need to be um, playing uh, responsible
0: absolutely I remember when um, Ketone was a a puppy you know she'd have this lovely loose walking she had great value for proximity (laughs) and then if I took her to a grassy area, all of a sudden it was like, no, there is no value for proximity. And it's not that the value for proximity wasn't there. It's that the value for the smells on the ground was absolutely there. And so we worked on loads of hours in the saddle and rehearsal on pavement and different types of pavement. And even moorland was better than grass. So we did and, and the beach and we play around to the point where actually, you know, the grass, Because she'd had that rehearsal bank account of just walking nicely on leash. When we then started to go to grassy areas again, she's like, Hey, I'm staying with you, regardless of whether I'm on lead or off lead. And to the point where the other day, and um, I posted a video on my profile. Some of you might have seen it where um, she was by my side. She was off leash. All the other dogs were like being dogs. And I was literally saying to her, Ketone, go be a dog. You can go be a dog. Please go be a dog. And she's like, the value's here though. I'm being a dog. I'm being my very best dog right here. And she was totally fine with just staying close. And we were in a really distracting environment. So when when we say that your struggle can be transformed, I think you've got to realize that putting your energy and efforts and intention in the right direction in that with the games and strategies, which you're going to get in the the, the mini course, the Stop Pulling unleash mini course, so that's taken care of for you. You've got to realize that actually you don't just stop the pulling you move to a new place where actually you, you achieve a strength. So that struggle doesn't just get solved. That struggle becomes a big strength of yours where dog owners are going to say, hey, how did you do that? How did you teach that? And they're not going to know where you came from. Like just as with our dogs, you know, we try and document as much as we can, but sometimes you see the the picture now and it's, it's very different from where we started. These games work, they reshape the brain and you absolutely can transform your struggles into strengths.
1: So today, this is your opportunity Opportunity. Today, if you are not yet part of the Training Academy, then you can jump in on our mini course because it really is about today. It's yeah. starting as you mean to go on. It's starting right now. It's not putting off uh, what's important to yeah. you. And this is important to you. And then if you are part of the Training Academy, you need to go and check it yeah. out. It's in there. It's in your mini badges, mini courses session yes. uh, or session section. And so uh, we want you to do right. that. We urge you to do that. We know how important this is. And most of all, we know that that it moves the needle.
0: Absolutely so. That was this episode of the podcast. Remember, in the meantime, stay sexy! Stop right there, game changer. We have something very exciting to tell you about if you struggle with stressful walks right now.
1: So pulling, your dog yanking your arm out of its socket, just basically it's painful, right?
0: Now, it's a struggle that you want to transform. You want to go from pulling on lead like a train to loose leash walking prince or princess and we've got a solution for you.
1: It is just £27. It's a mini course that literally is going to be your zero to hero. Of loose leash walking.
0: Day by day, we're going to be showing you the games and skills and strategies that you are going to need to implement to transform your dog's leash behaviour in the next two
1: weeks. This is a complete package. You get to keep it for life. Yes, for life. And it's just £27 to
0: you. Access it anywhere, keep it for life, no equipment required. And all you've got to do is go to absolutedogs.me forward slash stop pulling and yes, It is just £27, Game Changers.